Hey yo, welcome to Top Trio. We back. Uh I'm excited for our sixth season. Um I got my boy. Uh I'm gonna let him introduce himself because he loves dropping his handle every time we do a podcast or a stream. What's up, That's man? Right. Hey, how's it going, buddy? What's up, dude? Not much. So before we get into it, let me drop my handles, which, by the way, are <laughs> twitch.tv slash Ricky Wins. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, which, by the way, name Jeff is in the live podcast and he's not following me on Twitter. Uh, it's twitter.com slash Ricky Wins KO. Uh, and that's me. Oh, that's him. Yeah, you got to drop his handle. <laughs> so uh, before we get started, um, we have some... Um, news to tell everybody so i'm gonna let ricky have the floor so he can kind of explain uh what's going All right. on yeah, yeah yeah okay so yesterday we we did a live episode uh we had a guest on uh our friend bruce and we were discussing the dragon ball super burly movie and the my hero academia uh two heroes movie and Honestly, it was probably one of the best podcast episodes we ever had. Of all time. Of all time. And uh, it went on for about an hour and a half. And we finished it. Uh, the people here who were listening to it, they were like, oh, my God, that was awesome. And then we had people like, man, I cannot wait until the episode is out because I want to listen to it. Well, after we were recording, um, well – we listened to the the episode, and Rick's voice could not be heard. Only my voice and only Bruce's voice can be heard, and so so we lost we lost that episode. Yeah, it's forever in the cloud somewhere. But <laughs> so, like I said, I um, for everybody from here at Top Trio, and I guess Ricky wins KO is very sorry for not having that <laughs> podcast ready to go. Um, that is on. I would take credibility for that because. I thought all the settings and stuff looked fine to me. It could have been a user error, but it looks like there was a problem with the connectivity between two tools. But we're not going to have that issue anymore. So, Nah, so we're good. Um, so the topics for today, uh, Rick and I are going to be discussing our top three favorite Nintendo games of all time, along with reading our top three picks for your guys' games uh, of all time. Woo -woo. Yep. Uh, right after that, we're going to be discussing the January tournament and the turnout and the the players that impressed us the most and the ones that uh, kind of raged and kind of got kicked out of the <laughs> kicked out of the server for a little bit. Uh, so we'll get into that, and then we're going to finish it up with uh, uh, basically discussing this upcoming tournament and um, in the future of these tournaments. So uh, I guess. Rick, if you want to get into it, uh, and we can just start off with the top three Nintendo games of all time. And since we do have time, we can get <laughs> into it. We can get into it. Okay, great. So, uh, yeah, I just want to say uh, I want to publicly thank uh, Bruce Blakey for coming on the show yesterday. I just want to say that before we get started, um, he is Ricky's best friend. He's no longer That's my right. best friend. But I want to thank you, Bruce, for coming on and having an amazing podcast that nobody would ever be able to listen to. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could throw it up there and they would just hear me and Bruce and then, like, we're laughing at nothing. What's the thing? Uh, nobody, nobody listens to Top True to listen to me. They come to listen to y'all. So it wouldn't really be <laughs> bad. Because <laughs> if you no, didn't no. then you guys giggling. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Bruce, Bruce uh, did a great job. Uh, Rick and I we basically were like we love the dragon ball movie more than my hero academia but then 
Bruce's job last time uh, was to basically change our mind um, about why Super Broly wasn't as good as My Hero Academia. And in the end, he changed my mind. But in the end, for Rick, he just he's still sticking with Broly and Gogeta. Um, and like I would say, Bruce, he brought it and he had me really think if if I actually incorporate the last 15 minutes of the movie and mm-hmm. incorporate all the prime all might scenes, I would say it's a better movie than Dragon Ball Super Broly. Yeah, but it's just there's so much downtime in two heroes. Like I literally was catching myself falling asleep and I I, I didn't expect that. But it's like right. I, I look at it like Batman versus Superman. Yeah, but everything they do right, they do three things wrong. <laughs> that is so true. That's true, and yes. it's usually it's usually the the things they do wrong that outshine the things they do right. Yep. So so we're gonna do now since you know we we bastardized this. We'll try to do. We'll, we'll get Bruce on again, everybody, so y'all can hear his amazing voice. Um, yeah. So what we're gonna do is talk about, like Rick said, talk about our top three favorite Nintendo games of all time. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go first. Um, so my top. Now, are, sorry. Wait, are you going like number one? Or are you going from three to uh, one? Okay, I, I, I'll go from three. I'm going from okay. three. I'll go all from right. three. Okay. So there's an even tie here. Uh, I got it. It's gonna be between Mario Kart 64 and Dragon Ball Legend of Super Saiyan. Both games are like life. Mario Kart 64. I've played that game probably more than any other Nintendo game of all time. Yeah. Amazing game all the way through. Uh, even though the Super Nintendo game was great, but I think the the going into that 3D genre, Nintendo 64, and changing Nintendo 64 changed the game. Uh, yeah, yeah, with the analog feature. I mean, I know PlayStation had it, but it seemed like N64 really changed the game when it came to 3D games. And just playing Mario Kart, going into Best Buy, being to play on all <laughs> the eight CRT TVs back yep. in the day. And then I remember getting it for Christmas, and my cousins, when I was at my dad's house, my cousins came over, and we played this and GoldenEye for like seven days straight. And all we Ooh. ate was Chuck E. Cheese pizza and played uh, Mario Kart. So that's my number three. I love it. Uh, nobody can beat me if I play with Toad. Um, oh, please. I'm, oh, please. Amazed. You haven't even raised me yet. No, well, okay. So when Ricky comes over the house, I'm going to make sure I'm going to live stream this. So I'm going to show everybody that I beat oh, him. Oh, please. And then six- I know all the shortcuts. But see, so my thing. Mario Kart 64 needs an online mode. It, it, it would be, I, w- I would lose it if they had online. <laughs> I would absolutely lose it. And I'm like, come on, yeah. Nintendo. I'm making you money here. Let's go. Right. I mean, it's a great idea. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of games from the N64 era that have, you know, that would be great multiplayer games. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Um, I'm going to have to go with, uh, this is uh, more of a well. It did come out in the states later on uh, as a couple mm-hmm. of Wii, a couple of, like Wii games, and but it was originally oh, on GameCube. So for me, oh, you know what's going? Naruto, Gekito, Ninja Tyson <laughs> Four. Boy, that game! Like I love all the Ninja Tyson games, but Four was amazing. I just remember, um, I didn't know what Naruto was. I kind of, I didn't really watch it. I heard about it, but. I got the first uh, Gekito Ninja Tyson game for GameCube, and I got the freeloader and everything. And I was like, this game's awesome. I went to Pandora's Cube. <laughs> and then people's like, Rick, you know what this show is? I'm like, it's just a show? That's like, it's called Naruto. I'm like, what the hell is Naruto? Like, yeah. like you, Hakusho or something? No, it's better. It's like Dragon oh. Ball with ninjas. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. 
So there's a like, Rick watch these clips, and I was like, they showed me the Rock Lee clip, and that's oh. how I got into Naruto. But it's hold on the story. But this game was phenomenal. It was a great four player game. It's a great single player game. The fighting mechanics was great, and they have those um, cell shaded figures for an yeah. anime game. It was like for its time, it was beyond. It was it was, it was beyond its time. Like it really <laughs> changed the scope with all these anime games that end up following that same process. Right. Oh man, I just remember uh, Bruce and I. We went to Katsukon and uh, Gekito Ninja Tyson Four just came out. Yeah. And Bruce and I played the other ones, and like if you guys know me, I hate Uchiha's with a passion. I embrace <laughs> it. It's true. <laughs> yeah, they could you know they could all burn in hell. I mean that's where I am right now. <laughs> I mean they are right now. There's, <laughs> yeah, they are. there's only like one left. Like shit. And well, there's two left, and the second oh. one that's alive. Uh, what was it Sarda? Whatever her yeah, name is. Salad. Your salad. <laughs> <laughs> let me just say this somebody posted up something on facebook it was hilarious and it said that it's a shame how useless soccer is that the only that the second hoochie high that was ever made that's still alive has to wear glasses and i was like yo that's so bad uh, oh and she has control of the uh the sharingan too yeah while wearing glasses yeah so uh so yeah bruce and i went to katakan and these dudes pick itachi and sasuke so at that point i'm automatically triggered i'm like <laughs> These dudes about, you know, everybody in the crowd is like, oh, my God, this is going to be great. They're cheering us on. And I'm like, Bruce, we're literally about to take off our belt and beat the shit out of these guys. I said, I refuse to lose to any Uchiha's, especially <laughs> in front of a crowd. I, people got to right. know. And people love Itachi and Sasuke. I still never never understand it to this day. Mm. So Bruce and I, we, we brought that, uh, that you know, that, uh, what's it, that green spirit, that, uh, <laughs> that, that beast, springtime of youth. And uh, yep. we proceeded to beat that ass. So... <laughs> <laughs> great game you guys play it takes a long time to unlock people you're gonna drive yourself crazy but it's the freeloader and gamecube and then game was absolute must oh shit um yeah. rick i don't know what happened but you triggered uh jeff he says what the fuck sasuke and itachi are the coolest fucking oh my guys. god jeff go in on him bro go in on yeah. him jeff no we're not unmuting anybody so jeff i'm just gonna i'm just gonna state this since you know you want to like take me out and wine and dine me because um, I'm just a sexy black man like you said before, um, I don't appreciate that at all, and we don't need negativity here at a top trio or Ricky Wins nope. Gale. So I'll ban you. you. Yeah, so you could take that that uh, painted fingernails and uh, bleeding eyes and emo in <laughs> somewhere else. Uh, I ain't got time for that. No, God, Uchiha, <laughs> like all Ugh. the entire clan. I'm so glad they're dead. Rock Lee, Guy Sensei, two of the greatest characters ever. Ever, ever, forever, ever. Let me just forever, say this. Ever. Kobe Rama, the second Hokage, was right. Okay. Right. <laughs> just throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he died believing that. So don't I respect him. That's true. He did. Yeah. Uh, so number one. And number one. Yeah, numero uno. So this game right here. How do I put it? Okay. Oh. Most people played this game when they were a kid or they were very young. I didn't play this man until I played this game until I was an adult. And I still think it's probably the greatest RPG of all time. And I, I can come up with plenty of reasons why. But I didn't play this game until I was 25. And this game was already probably about 10 to 15 years old at that time. Mm -hmm. Chrono Trigger. Yeah, boy. My God. Like, I'm playing a Super NES game. And yeah. at this time, Xbox 360 is out. You know, there's other games that I can be playing. There's Fable and stuff like that. But I'm playing Chrono Trigger on my work computer at work with my door closed. 
and I'm totally jacked in. I'm like, yo, this story is so deep. Like, yeah, I can't believe a Nintendo game of all games. Like, wow, this game is like so well done. Great story, captivating characters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, little hidden cheats you can do. But I just like, you know, outside of you know, uh, you know, the main character not talking very much. You pretty much being the main character. All the other yeah. characters were so well done, and like they were so animated, and they had great. Like every character had something else to give, and I just absolutely loved it. Um, hands off to I me, mean, hats off to Square Square Enix, Squaresoft at the time. Yeah, uh, great game. Uh, Kira Toriyama did a great job with the um, with the designs. Uh, I'm absolutely in heaven with this game. I could play it anytime. Uh, the ports are uh, are shit, but uh, <laughs> that's so true. But I did enjoy the cutscenes on PlayStation. But uh, Chrono Trigger is my number one of all time for Nintendo. All right, bravo. Yep. So I can't wait to hear yours because I'm sure. Well, I mean, I'm going to do an honorable mention. So I think I'm going to give you a chance to do an honorable mention since, you know, picking from the entire library of Nintendo games is is quite a feat. So, I mean, you got you got to have one honorable mention. Yeah, because you know what? I'm going to wait because I don't want to say I'm gonna mention because I have a I have a feeling that it's going to be on your list. And I want you to have that because I, I know what your thought process is. Yeah. And I, I'd rather you have that moment. And then okay. I, if it's not on there, then I'll give you my honorable mention. All right. All right. Fair enough. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to start with my number three uh, favorite Nintendo game of all time. And that is Super Mario RPG uh, for the Super Nintendo. Um, Super Mario RPG was like probably the second or third game I've ever played in my entire life. Uh, and, you know, the first game that I ever played was Super Mario Brothers on the NES. Uh, it was my parents' uh, system. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this game is the greatest. It's Super Mario. So I'm playing Super Mario. And, you know, I grow up a little bit, and they get me a Super Nintendo. And I'm like, what is this game? Is it? And they get me a Super Mario RPG. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and so I'm playing it, and I'm like, what the heck? There's, like, cutscenes, and, like, there's a sword that's falling down. You're teaming up with Bowser. Uh, it's turn-based, and it's just, like, it's open world. You can go all these different places. And I'm like, no way. Uh, and you have uh, Gino and Mallow and Peach, all of these great characters. It's just a fun a fun game that I, I always go back to, you know, every couple of years, uh, Super Mario RPG, uh, best Mario. Well, second best Mario game of all time. Second um, best. <laughs> second best Mario game. Uh, so my number two, now this is a hard one because it is a Zelda game, but my number one Zelda game used to be a link to the past because, you know, again, when I was a kid, you know, Super Mario RPG and, a link to the past were like the first two games I had. Um, but there is one Zelda game that tops um, a link to the past. And that is the Oracle of seasons and ages game Ooh. for the game boy color. Uh, wow. I cannot tell you how hype I was for this game. I was over at my cousin's house for the weekend, staying up super late at our friend's house. And this commercial comes on and you see link, like a live action link climbing up a tower epic music and then he sees the master sword in the game boy color and he gets in he picks it up and then they all just start dancing and i'm like oh shit this is real and so they showed like the like the clip of the game i'm like oh yeah so this is happening 
the first game I ever owned on a Game Boy Color was uh, Oracle of Seasons. And I just I wow. had so much fun with it because, kidding? right, I, it's kind of like Pokemon Red and Blue because you can trade uh, passwords and stuff between Oracle of Ages and Seasons and they both affect the game. Um, and I thought that was super innovative at the time and no game has ever done it other than, you know, Pokemon. <laughs> uh, wow. But I know, I know. I mean, I don't know if you've ever played it, Rick, but no, I, I have, um, what's his name? Uh, Jose without the, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> he, he plays it and I know he's, he, he talked highly about it. And I've heard, I've heard a number of great things about that game. Uh, oh yeah, dude. When it comes to like the Game Boy games, like outside of having the original Game Boy brick, you know, with the four right. batteries, that's pretty much where I stopped. Um, you know, I I never I don't know I, that's that's the last. Oh, my daughter, she has a 3ds, but I've never had anything outside of the old gray Tetris <laughs> Game Boy. You know, yeah, the Nokia know, brick. Yeah, it has no uh, backlight, so you got to right. wait for, when you're driving down the street at nighttime. You got to wait for the uh, lights, <laughs> lights to come on so you can play Pokemon. Yep. Oh man, those were the days, though. Man. Um, and yeah, you know, I mean, we share the same name, and we share the same number one. I'm oh. going. I'm going with Chrono Trigger, number one favorite. Holla uh, at your boy. Let's go. Yep. You know. You know. Chrono Trigger is no doubt the greatest rpg ever created you cannot top it there's no other game that can beat chrono trigger when it comes to the rpg elements uh, uh the music the the direction of the game now listen final fantasy 7 is my all-time favorite game nothing will ever top final fantasy 7 for me but this isn't about my favorite game this is yeah. about the best game and chrono trigger is the best game the best uh it is my favorite nintendo game uh i mean i am a sucker for time travel um and this game is the reason why uh you know if you've ever wanted to go back in time to change something that you know that that you wanted to or to save somebody in the past or prevent something bad from happening i know everybody is one of the like they wanted to do that before uh you can do that in chrono trigger um <laughs> yeah you know every single character in this game is is useful there's no filler character um i mean it's just it, it's an epic story everything about it like i'm i'm getting chills right now because yeah. i love this game so much um you've got the the active time battle the very first active time battle system is in chrono trigger yeah um you can race a jet car against johnny lightning that was pretty tight uh, <laughs> and there's like at least 13 different endings in the game and you can start like you can either get an ending at the beginning of the game the middle of the game anywhere in the game you can finish it whenever the hell you want um so i mean yeah chrono trigger top game favorite game favorite nintendo game so what's your honorable mention? So the honorable mention is Gundam Wing. See? That, what? Gundam Wing Endless Duel for the Super Nintendo. Wow. Uh, dude. Uh, when you come over to the house uh, next yeah. time, uh, you got to make that two-hour drive. I'm bring out the projector, and I'm yep. going to proceed to beat your ass with Death Side of Hell. 
and that's what's oh, going to no, happen. Oh, no, not happening. I got dude. heavy arms custom on lock. Oh, my goodness, dude. Being able to shoot my arm across the screen, then, <laughs> then is a visible dash across the screen, and then Ryu uppercut. Yep. Yo, dude, this game was – I can't believe this was a Super Nintendo game. This game ran so smooth. It did. It, it ran like I swear to God, it was like fifty or sixty frames per second. Uh, you know the the soundtrack sounded oh, so man. identical to the anime. I got you know, oh man, and oh my God, just thinking about the battle screen when you're picking your Gundam and that Shoot. music, man. Like, it, it's just like and then let me just say, Epion, you're you're an asshole. I mean, just just I mean, Zex Marquis Blue, <laughs> uh, Miliardo Peacecraft, whatever you want to yep. call your name. Dude, you're an asshole. <laughs> he's a straight up asshole. No, Epion was the hardest asshole to take down because he's always swinging his whip like I don't know, like thirty frames faster yeah. than you can. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's that's unfair what advantage. Like, it, it reminded me of playing M Bison in Street Fighter Two. It's just oh, like it, it just no. like the hard. I'm like, dude, stop being like <laughs> this. I'm just trying to beat the game. Like, I'm right. I'm not trying to destroy the earth. I just want to beat you so I can go on my day. Stop making it more difficult than what it has to be. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny that Endless Duel was overlooked and you had Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat like, oh, my God, best games ever. OK, the combo system in Gundam Wing Endless Duel was more intricate than Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat combined. Dude, it was like Marvel's Capcom 2 or 3 or whatever. Bruh, it was. I mean, yeah, you could do air combos. You could hit them before they touch the ground. I'm like, yep. hold up. I'm hitting like 30, 40 hit combos before you even touch the ground. I'm like, <laughs> this game is fun. I, I still can't believe it ran on a Super NES. Like, I'm yep. still shocked by that. Uh, you know, a lot of people underestimate the SNES, but, you know, to this day, every game that came on that system runs flawlessly. Yeah, I can't even hate. Uh, that's, <laughs> I, like, I didn't have Nintendo until like way beyond his life cycle, but I mean, yeah. I, very impressed with all the Super Nintendo games and just the library in general. Mm -hmm. There's only a few games I can say that I enjoy better on Sega than I did on S on SNES, but I mean, just Mortal a lot Kombat. of Mortal Kombat. Um, Power Rangers the movie was better on Sega. Oh Genesis. my god, yes, it was. Yeah, it was horrible on SNES. Um, yeah, we did Sega Genesis game. You know, I'm a Sega fanboy at heart. RIP Sega. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Sega at heart. I could talk Sega all day. Well, shoot, maybe we'll have to do a uh, Sega podcast because, uh, I mean, I can't think of a bigger Sega fan than you. Yeah, like everybody, if y'all know, I have my Sega Genesis, I have my Sega Saturn, and I have my Dreamcast. Ricky has seen all three and has been at my house and enjoyed uh, playing these games. Yep, uh, sure did. But actually, I have a modded Dreamcast. My Dreamcast is modded now to where I have all my games load up on the SD card. And I have my HD... Um, uh, um, HDMI cord that goes straight to the TV and I, or to the projector. I mean, it's a <laughs> lot clearer now. It broadcasts at uh, it is it's, it's a six forty for a six forty yeah. for a Dreamcast is still pretty damn good. So, oh yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah, so uh, I can't wait to get you guys back over. I got I got probably about thirty new games. Uh, I'm ready to ball. So sweet, yeah, man, that sounds great. Um, so I I guess our top threes are are done. Yeah, uh, so we're gonna pick our top three responses to the Nintendo question. And we did pick three. Um, roll, so our top three favorite responses um, were Codessa, Mecha Raptor, 
and um, Augustus or Bob. 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 Augustus, the victor or black guy out in the woods trying to find the Blair Witch. <laughs> so let me let me just say something about uh, Bob in general. Okay. Oh uh, God, here yeah. we go. Bob is a, Bob is my boy, but he's a king of taking L's. Uh, he has shown his, his his resilience plenty of times in games and how hard he wants to win when it's just not happening. But uh, we we were playing my hero uh, a while back on PlayStation, and we had we had some fun. We created some little um, promo videos, and yeah. he had a coming to Jesus moment out in the woods. <laughs> he must have been in Connecticut or Vermont somewhere. But, <laughs> I mean, he was out there, literally out there in the woods, miles away from society, and he was like quoting Shakespeare, like Ricky. <laughs> and we're like, dude, like what? I mean, we all we all try to be funny, but he took it to the next level. Like he literally was in the woods looking for the Blair Witch just so he can prove something to Ricky. Right. So basically what <laughs> happened was is I cut like a 20 second promo, destroyed him. And then Jason was like, Bob, are you going to let are you going to let Ricky do that to you? And so Bob <laughs> was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to let Ricky do that to me. So maybe like 20 minutes later. There is a three-minute clip on Facebook, and it's just creepy and sketchy. It's just like <laughs> the camera is set somewhere in the woods, and Bob's back is to the camera, and then he turns around and starts mumbling shit. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What is going on here? He's trying to cut a promo on on me, and he just he freaked me out. I was like, I don't want to talk to this guy anymore. <laughs> so hilarious. No, dude, I put him in his place and uh, sent him right back to the Blair Witch. I haven't seen him since. Yeah. So before before Ricky goes on with reading the comments, I want to give a shout out to Victor and Michael who commented on our top trio page. Mm -hmm. Actually, they have some great responses as well. Um, they're my honor honorary four and five. Uh, the comments are really good, but definitely Rick definitely picked the top three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to read off um, – Code's response is first, and then I'll go to Mecha Raptor, and then I'll go to Bob. Bob. Um, so man, like the one thing I really do love about the responses from everyone is you know, listen, the more passionate you are about talking about your favorite games, uh, you know, the better the better your chances are at at at, at being noticed, uh and getting your stuff read off because, I mean, if you're passionate about games, you know, we want to, we want to show you, you know, all about it, you know? Uh, so with Code, her top three, which I'll name the top three games and then I'll give you the description that she has. Uh, but her top three games of all time, well, for Nintendo, um, is Super Mario Sunshiners are number one. Uh, Twilight Princess is number two, and then Animal Crossing is her number three. Whoo, that's that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. And um, let me just say this: yeah. if Animal Crossing had an online mode, I would be ecstatic, and it would be in my top picks. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf for the 3DS has an online, uh, and you can invite friends over. Calling and... BS on that. There's no nope, way. There's no I way. I put 800 hours into this game. I know. And you can they can come into your town. They can steal your flowers. They can steal your shit. Uh, but if you kick them out before they leave, then you don't, they don't get it. 
Uh, but they can come, and you can hang out, have fun, catch bugs, all that stuff. New Leaf is the greatest Animal Crossing game of all time. I did see Code's message, too. Let me just say this. I love the GameCube version. I thought it was the most superior. It, it was one of my favorite games on GameCube. I'm just mad that I couldn't really interact with my friends. It was way beyond. Like, I'm like, if there is GameCube had a real online feature with that right. particular GameCube game, it would be on number one of all time. True. You know, I mean, they could have used that technology. Uh, they did it with Fantasy Star Online, which, by the way, I love that oh, game so much. Uh, that amazing game. My mom didn't get calls for weeks because I was back then <laughs> on Dreamcast, dude. I Bro, we're going to have to play. I, I, I had my little uh, little 56K modem and yep. no calls the whole weekend. That's how I was doing it. <laughs> Man, I'm. we might just have to have a whole podcast on Fantasy Star because – You don't want to do that. No, I'm sorry, but that game got me through some stuff, man. Yeah, and uh, okay, I'm getting off topic. We'll we'll talk. It's about Nintendo, Fantasy Ricky. It's I know, I know. PSO one and two, I, greatest game, man. Okay. I can't believe I missed that All one. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Codessa, uh, her number one game is Super Mario Sunshine, and the reason why is she says a game that most would be harshly critical about. From its wacky camera controls, linear storyline, and recycled levels, most find Super Mario Sunshine to be just okay. For others, this game represents a feeling no other Mario game can touch. Isn't it hard to believe that Super Mario Sunshine was the second 3D platformer in the Super Mario Brothers series? So, of course, the game was not perfect. Uh, just hearing the title theme and hearing Mario say, Super Mario Sunshine, fills me <laughs> with warmth. The thing about Super Mario Sunshine is that you should be able to separate the game from the gameplay. Yes, the camera did make me go insane, especially on the Shadow Mario levels, but Super Mario Sunshine has level designs and music like no other. The music for Serena Beach is oddly eerie yet calming, not to mention how stunning Serena Beach's level design was. I used to just sit there and stare out into the sunset and listen to that music for hours. Um, Delfino Plaza's music made you feel right at home. Um, and then she says, Super Mario Sunshine has always or has and always will be my favorite game of all time. Every time I hear the music or play the game, I just have fun and relax. It puts a smile on my face like no other Mario game has. Um, she says, I unfortunately know Super Mario Sunshine may never get a remake or a predecessor, but I have I have yet to give up hope. So, I mean, when I said Super Mario RPG was my second favorite Mario game. That's because Super Mario Sunshine is my all-time favorite Mario game. I mean, every point she hit is exactly the way I feel about the game. And, you know, I I have to give uh, Codessa props. Um, yeah. Because the one thing about Super Mario Sunshine was uh, it, it really got shitted on really bad by the community. Oh, yeah. Because it wasn't the Mario game that people wanted. You know, mm -hmm. I do think it's a the game they deserve. But the fact that you know people wanted people, everybody wants Mario six uh, Mario sixty four. Everybody wants that game again. Like every Mario game that comes out, people want to feel the same way they did with Mario sixty four. And this game, I mean, it still had a lot of the same features, but adding the water pack, it just people were turned off and they didn't give the game a chance. And yeah, I love the fact that Code actually went out, went above and beyond, actually gave his game their due diligence it deserves because it's a it, for GameCube, it was an amazing looking game and it ran very well too. Oh, it absolutely did. And, you know, people want to shit on the camera angles. Mario 64 did not have better <laughs> camera angles. Oh, okay. Ugh. 
oh. every time you play that game, every other sound you hear is just the warrant, warrant, and you're like trying to move the camera. Okay, get over it. <laughs> that was my thing with Mario 64. They created all these stages where you got to climb these tall ass castles and buildings yep. and, and structures. And then you got this horrible camera angle where you know you're going to fall off. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, at least with Super Mario Sunshine, like parkour, man, parkour was at its height. Like, yeah, during that time. And if if Mario could do it, hell, I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, listen, I could I could go into a whole story about how I broke my legs and arms by doing parkour all because of Mario, but I'm not going to go there. Yes, I do. <laughs> but I will talk to you about it offline because I really want to know what's, what happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. But uh, uh, her second <laughs> her second pick is Twilight Princess. And um, she says, do you ever want to cry? Well, Twilight Princess is <laughs> is the perfect game for that. Twilight Princess is an approach to the Zelda series that I wish Nintendo would play off a little bit more of. The dark and eerie side to Hyrule. I remember that part in the graveyard of Hyrule Castle actually scared me to the point I couldn't do it and forced one of my siblings to do it for me. Twilight Princess was also the last Zelda game that I feel had an emotional er, connection to your companion, Midna. Oh, Midna, how I miss you so. And I know, I miss Midna too. Uh, The Princess of Twilight, who at first only wanted... Uh, the greater good for herself, but eventually had a change of heart due to the sacrifices of Princess Zelda. Uh, I never cried more at a Zelda game than when Minda tried to protect Link and almost killed herself in the process. Um, Let's see. I also never cried more than when she shattered the mirror of Twilight, so what happened to Hyrule will never happen again. Heartbreaking. The music in the game is so incredible. Minda's desperation... Um, which is also called Midna's Lament, which is my favorite track, is so beautiful, uh, beautifully put together and orchestrated that it makes me feel like I have to race and save Midna's life. Twilight Princess will go down as one of my favorite all-time Zelda games, just for the story alone. Wow, that's a, that's a good response. That's a very good response. <laughs> I know, I know. I can't even hate on that. And the thing about Twilight Princess 2 is... So before Twilight Princess, we had Wind Waker. And before we had Wind Waker, we had Majora's Mask. And so the leap from uh, Nintendo 64 to the GameCube, people were like, we are ready for, you know, a mature Zelda game. We are ready for, you know, this, this amazing game that we saw at Space World 2000, where it's Link fighting Ganon. And maybe a couple years later, we get Toon Link and we get the Wind Waker. And I think the Wind Waker also suffers from the same thing Super Mario Sunshine did. Yeah. Because it was so different and people didn't give it a chance. And if people did, you know, Wind Waker would have gotten a better reception. Um, but oh, the out. No, what? Oh, I remember with Wind Waker. I want to yeah. give props to uh, Tom from um, uh, what's that? Toonami. He oh. gave Wind Wa- <laughs> he gave a Zelda Wind Waker a um, a ten out of ten. Yep. And I was like, really, Tom? Like, okay. <laughs> I re- I remember that little little commercial it was like, yeah, we're giving this. Toonami gives this a ten out of ten, and I'm like, okay. And let me just say, the HD remake, the HD version is absolutely oh. gorgeous. Oh my gosh, yes, it is. That's the only reason I still have my Wii U. It's it's my Wind Waker machine. 
because that it's not coming out on the Switch anytime soon. Not that nah. I've seen. Because once it does, bye bye Wii U. Uh, it's why Ricky plays with Toon Link. That's exactly why I play with Toon Link, and that's exactly why I dodge roll boomerang, dodge roll, dodge roll boomerang. Beetle. Okay, that's that's what I do. Beetle, <laughs> get ready. Uh, so yeah, with Wind Waker, um, people were pissed off. They they literally stormed Nintendo's headquarters and like held them at gunpoint. And they were like, "Give us the game we want." And the game they gave us was the game we wanted, which was Twilight Princess, and it 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 was mature. The the soundtrack was amazing. The story was amazing. Midna was amazing. Everything about that game was amazing. It was like you were playing HD Ocarina of Time, but better. Uh, Twilight Princess, absolutely top game. Um, so, I, I mean, I agree. Twilight Princess is great. Um, so her third pick is Animal Crossing. And she says, I don't have a particular Animal Crossing that I would say outshine the others, but the original Animal Crossing for the GameCube comes pretty close. I was given Animal Crossing as a child, and it taught me more about life than life itself. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, you learn so much oh, in that game. Man. You learn so much. Uh, the animals teach you about giving to others and trying to always be kind. It also taught you a little, about, a little bit about money and loans and that you probably don't want to loan <laughs> in your life because the people that loan your money are crooks that is Tom so knows. true <laughs> i mean you have to think about it too like animal crossing was made for kids and uh, i'll be damn <laughs> <laughs> right right and so when an adult starts playing you're like oh my god they teach you about loans and like all this like positive shit and it works um she says animal crossing also taught me about animals the ones you talk to and the ones you catch and keep in your basement with no lighting or food. <laughs> Seriously, Animal Crossing is what got me into reading and identifying animals in the wild. I couldn't tell you, uh, I couldn't tell you um, how many books I have about marine life, insects, reptiles, fossils, birds. Um, Animal Crossing always just lets you be you. You can design your house the way you want it and put whatever you want in it. Um, and to say the least, Animal Crossing will always be a game that I go back to and, and have fun with. And wow. I mean, I, 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 you can't get better responses than that. Right and, in the gut right there. Right. Like, you show emotion, passion, and, you know, you really let us know how you feel about these games. And, you know, anybody listening right now, like, if you haven't played any of these games, you definitely should. Um, so... That was code. Um, so we're going to move on to Mecha Raptors pick. So let me just bring that up. Okay. Right. So Mecha Raptor says, crap, code's responses were so good. Now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad because, you know, this is this is an ongoing thing. I mean, we're always going to be here. Every Every podcast we have, there will always be a chance to, you know, write about what you like and you know the more passionate you are about it the the better the chance that you're going to be you know featured uh on top trio um well, well one thing i will say is next one if it's top three sega games i'm going to be very very picky and choosy <laughs> and biased because i have a certain level of respect for sega and i need everybody who makes their picks to make sure they give me the right ones uh, and I, I mean, like I said, Code's, Code's response was amazing. 
But when it comes to Sega, y'all going to have to bring it. Like, I'm looking at, like, I, I need, like, at least six, eight pages on one game. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm all joking. about a Sega. Po- no, I, you're not joking. You're not. When it comes to Sega, <laughs> I mean, Sega, you know, I'm all about it, bro. Yeah. All right, yeah, dude. I mean, next week, bro, if you want to go Sega, we can. We'll do a, hey, if people want a live podcast, we'll do another one on Sega. I'm down. I, I can I could do it at one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock. I'm ready to go anytime. I don't need no study time. I got my answer nope. ready to go. I got it. <laughs> so, yeah, walk. I mean, go if you want a Sega podcast uh, and you want to write down your top three favorite Sega games, let us know in the podcast discussion uh, because you know Rick has already made up his mind. We're going to do it, so you might as well yes, find some Sega games and pick them. And I'll throw, I'll throw a $15 gift card for the best three responses. So Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll take care of it this time because you know, I'm, 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 I'm a, even though that I'm a, I'm a spokesperson for Nintendo and PlayStation <laughs> all of a sudden, and I kind of disown Microsoft, I will rep Sega like nobody's business. So that's true. You went down with that ship. Oh, yeah. I'm still, I'm waiting for it to come back up. So um, <laughs> I'm going to always, when, once they announce Dreamcast 2, I'm still waiting. Oh, yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. going to be waiting. <laughs> yeah, uh, one day. One day. But uh, so for Mecha Raptor, um, he, his top three games, before I get into any of the descriptions, uh, his number one game or games, as he put it, is uh, Super Mario Galaxy 1 and 2. Okay. Uh, the okay. second game is Pokemon Sun and Moon, which is okay. ba- they're basically one game. Um, and then the third is Smash Bros. And we'll get into the reason for that. Um, but his reasoning for Super Mario Galaxy is, have you ever played these games? This is the tightest platforming experience ever, hands down. I include both because Super Mario Galaxy 2 is like an expansion of Super Mario Galaxy 1. Um, any doodle, gravity mechanics, fucking ingenious. New power-ups, hype as shit. Hands down, the best platforming game in history of the genre. Don't at me. <laughs> well, people are gonna people are gonna reach out to you. I'm pretty sure they will. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna at you, Mecha Raptor. <laughs> Single handedly made owning a Wii worth it. Now, you know Super Mario Galaxy. You know it was a game changer. Um, Mario oh, Galaxy One. What, what? What? He called me what? out. Who called you out? Mecha Raptor. Uh oh. Please, please, no ban. Oh. <laughs> oh. No. Oh, you, you want this work? Uh oh. Okay. So, before Ricky finishes, let me yeah, say yeah. this Mecha Raptor. Two things. I'm with you 50%. Well, actually, <laughs> more 75%. Okay. I thought Super Mario, Super Mario Galaxy was absolutely amazing. I didn't play it until I got a Wii U. I never went with the Wii. I got a Wii U. And I got the game because of backwards compatibility. Uh, but my God, this game was absolutely so well done. And I'm like, it it was HD, beautiful. I love having the fact that the sounds come out the controllers. I mean, yep. just to be able to run around and just the way the game was designed, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's one of my favorite Mario games as well. Um, you know, Mario sixty four outside of the camera angles is one of my favorite. Um, but just Super Mario Galaxy took me for a loop, and I was totally jacked in. Like I took off from work to play this game. But my issue is when Super Mario Galaxy two came out. Why mm. it was a great compliment to one, like um, it, it, it's it's like kind of like people. I heard people say this. It's like an expansion, which is yeah. great and all, but it's like I didn't get that same feel with Super Mario Galaxy Two that I did get with one. Um, 
you know, but one is absolutely amazing. So I love your picks. With two, I'm just like, it's a great compliment to one. And I, I just like to put it as a whole game. It's really tough for me. But I love your picks, though. I'm not hating on your picks. I just <laughs> Super Mario Galaxy 2 is really hard for me to classify as an actual whole game. Right. And, you know, I have to I have to agree. Mario Galaxy 1, the, the thing that drew me in first was the music. And, you know, I'm a music guy, uh, studied music theory in college. I, I've been about music my entire life. And Super Mario Galaxy soundtrack is up there. Uh, you know, this is a Mario game. I didn't think I was going to be hearing this, this, these strings and these, this orchestra, and then just the ambient, like, I don't know, the ambience. And, you know, it drew me in. The cutscenes drew me in. The gameplay drew me in. Everything about Mario Galaxy was great. It was a great concept. Um, they dropped the ball on Super Mario Galaxy 2. Um, it was, it was super linear. If you want to talk, you know, if you say, oh, Mario Sunshine was linear, well, take a look <laughs> at Mario Galaxy 2. That game is linear as fuck. And, uh, you know, it shouldn't have even been a game, in my opinion. It should have been a DLC episode because that's exactly how it felt to me. Yeah. But it's not about me. It's about Mecha Raptor's pick. And if he loves it and he, he feels that way, you know, props to you, man. I'm glad you enjoyed that game. Um. I mean, I may have to go back and play it again just to just to get a fresh feel for it. But I mean, the last time I played it, I just I didn't have as much fun as as I did with the first one. Um, so for Mecha Raptors number two pick uh, was Pokemon Sun and Moon. Uh, he says two games again. Sue me. Well, I'm not going to sue you, <laughs> but I'll ban you. I said three games, and you're picking like eight. But you know what, Mecha Raptor, I like you. We're going to go with it. So yes, two games. If I, this thought, was, I thought you'd be pretty pissed at Mecha Raptor, but that's a whole other discussion, though. Oh, it is, it is. You know, I'm not as pissed at Mecha as I am with Fury all the time, but you know, they're on a team now. So uh, if if I ban Fury, I'm gonna ban Raptor too. Uh, but uh, he says if this was most important games, I'd say Pokemon Red and Blue, but it isn't. So there. Uh, <laughs> the reason I think Sun and Moon is so good is because it changes the standard Pokemon formula without changing the core of the game. Yes, the two games are easy and the plot isn't Dark Souls tier, but that doesn't matter. They're meant for some laid-back cartoon monster fighting fun. People like to complain that games aren't appealing to an older audience, to which I say, yeah, no shit, they're kids' games. <laughs> and <laughs> always have been, always will be. But I still love this series, and I love how Sun and Moon had such likable characters, more in-depth than before. Um, and so many cool and unique Pokemon. And the new idea of being the first Pokemon champion and no gym leaders. I love it so much, and the music is pretty bomb. Now, Rick, I don't know if you played Pokemon Sun and Moon. Actually, I don't remember the last Pokemon game you ever played. Well, like I said, I'm an old man, so... Um... I played red, blue, yellow, uh, silver, and gold, and I played the latest one on, you know, of course, on uh, Switch. Right. And, and, oh, actually, I played um, Fire Red. It's probably the last one I played. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a great one. Yeah, it was a great one. Um, But I heard my daughter, She, I believe she has Moon for her 3DS, if I'm correct. So, mm -hmm. but I, I, yeah, I, I think uh, Fire Red, which was an amazing <laughs> game, was the last one I played. 
Okay, so all right. I mean, it, it's it sounds like it's been a while for you, Rick, which is understandable considering you're like 62. But I'm I'm a little over half that age. I'm not even 32. I'm not even 31. I'm not even close to Rick's age. So I played all the Pokemon games. <laughs> what, no, Rick? Gonna, I can't. I'm not gonna say anything. So okay. yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. Uh, like. Just, just like your comment when you said Pokemon wasn't your uh, was your generation, not mine. Excuse me, Pokemon <laughs> came out while I was in the eighth grade. Thank you very much. So okay. it is still borderline my generation. All right, fair enough. But uh, I play Pokemon Sun and Moon, and you you're know, a baby. <laughs> I I felt like a baby when I was playing it because uh, that game babies you. But but Mecha Raptor has a very very good point, and that is that. The Pokemon game was made for kids. And when I was playing it, I didn't really put myself into the mindset of, okay, let me just have an open mind, you know, and, and just play the game and enjoy it like a kid would. I couldn't. I, I could not because the the game was so different from the games that I was used to as a kid. Um and I just I, I couldn't do it. It felt like a chore. But I can't knock Pokemon Sun and Moon because they th the game is targeted towards kids. And, you know, if I was a kid, I would absolutely love it. And, you know, there's so much more in Sun and Moon than there was with Pokemon Red and Blue. And, you know, they changed the formula um, each generation because... With a new generation of Pokemon games, there is a new generation of kids, and they are always targeting kids. So that's why that I don't. That's why I think adults just really won't care about the Pokemon games like you know, like we used to, um, because they're always going to be targeted towards kids. Well, the, you know, so oh, well, the great thing no, no. was uh, Pokemon Go really was successful when it first came out. Yeah, I mean, just for the fact that they created a game that you know. Um, you know, now, you know, we're more mobile. You could play at your leisure. It took it a while mm. to get back to that progression, you know, when they came out with new, when they had a new company take over. But, you know, they were able to actually captivate the adults with Pokemon Go just for the fact that, you know, they had phones and something to do while you're on the go. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, I was, it was just crazy how they were able to do that. And then, of course, you got those people who were like, man, we need a game where we can sit on the couch and do this. <laughs> Bro, you have 20 years of it. <laughs> yep, you do. You do. <laughs> it's like you could you complain about Pokemon Go because you feel like I gotta go walk and do stuff. I just want to sit at home and play Pokemon. Right. Bruh. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like come on. <laughs> Pick your poison, man. Which one? Yeah, yeah. You know, you I mean you can't really argue that. I mean <laughs> I just um, want to sit at home and play Pokemon. Why I gotta go out and walk? I mean, dang, dude. I mean, you're gonna be out anyway. You might as well open up your stupid phone and get a stupid Pokemon while you're out. It's not yeah. forcing you to go out and play. Like Pokemon Go is always gonna be there. Yeah. Uh, and to this day, I still play Pokemon Go. So yeah, uh, get at me. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, uh, Mechraptor says, "Uh, let's see. Shit. No. Why? It's three games, isn't it? And so he didn't have a third <laughs> game, which." He, he was like, it's Smash. You know it's Smash because the games are universal language. Everyone knows Smash. Everyone plays Smash because they're fun. That's the reason. These games are pure fun 
That's all that needs to be said there. And I mean, you, you can't argue with that logic. Um, yeah, I can't. Smash has always been fun from the first one up into up until this one. Um, the only Smash game I did not really enjoy as much was uh, Smash 4. Like with with what was it? Uh, uh, is, is this, are you saying this or just him? No, this is me saying it. Uh, uh, Smash okay. Tour was the m- most garbage thing I've ever played in my entire life. Smash Tour sucks. And I'm so glad they did not bring it in to uh, uh, Ultimate because it was it was a waste of space. We could have had something like Subspace Emissary or something. But no, they gave a Smash Tour, and I, I can't. So uh, Smash 4, I didn't really like. But <laughs> every other game, uh, Brawl. Brawl is my favorite uh, yeah. Smash game. I love it. I love yeah. it so much. Yeah. Introducing Toon Link. Top tier Toon Link was Smash Brothers uh, Brawl. They did him dirty in Ultimate. Okay, I can't get into it right now, but my boy. Uh, I, I, you got to hate me, Rick. Usually we're on oh, the same no. page. Brawl is yeah. my least favorite. Uh, what? Only because of one thing. What? Well, actually, two things. Kirby has, Kirby has an affinity to get nerfed in every single Smash game. And yeah. outside of this one and the very first one, they have ruined this character. Kirby was top tier in the first one, and they yep. always never really made him extra top tier. They kind of just always like nerfed him to tone it down <laughs> and make him more volleyball-ish. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But my biggest complaint with Brawl is Star Wolf. The uh, dude was absolutely broken. Like, I mean, you have Melly, you have yeah. Falco and Fox who dominate the competition. They win every tournament. And then you mm-hmm. create, go out and create Star Wolf and you make him cheap as hell and then ban him in tournaments and right. brawl. I'm like, why do you just create the same thing that people have a problem with? <laughs> and, and like for me, for Melly, I like, I don't really, I mean, Melly, you know, it's one of those things like, you know, you have, um, like I said, Fox and Falco, which are amazing. But like yeah. for me, like I felt it was one of Ness's best outings were in Melly. Um, Ness hasn't rebounded from Melly at all. Um, they've no, toned they've toned him down dramatically, and they, you know it, it just one of those things where I'm just I, I, with brawl. It was just the way they did Kirby and Wolf, and then how Meta Knight just came in and he was just like that right there was just unfair. Okay, yeah, I mean Meta Knight was one of the the most <laughs> character rage or rage inducing characters in the game. Uh, you know. Why why are you even going to create characters for the game if you're just going to ban them in official tournaments? Why are you going to, you know, give us these characters that we're going to practice with only to announce, you know, several months later, oh, they're banned. Like, what do you mean they're banned? You put them in the game. You people balance te- them. People test the games. I'm like, so you can tell me right now that all of a sudden you got to sit out a patch or do something to fix these characters. You knew this before it went out. Yeah. Well, it's said Nintendo didn't run turn. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, Nintendo didn't run. Well, no, 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 no. It's not. No, no. It's not about. It's not about Nintendo's tournaments. It's about every single convention across the country that held Nintendo sponsored tournaments. Uh, you could not use uh, Meta Knight. You could not use Wolf. Yeah, it was. And, and like I said, my, my favorite Smash game. I mean. <laughs> It would have to be, I honestly have to say, it's between 64 
and damn, I'm trying to figure. Ultimate's pretty fun, but I don't know. The one on Wii U was really well done, and I, I have uh, to give it. Yeah, it's it's tough, but it's just like. But I think more if I play Ultimate, the mm-hmm. fact that I think same thing with Wii U, they use these games as a stepping stone, and the fact that another Smash game came out so quickly after yeah. the Wii U game, you know, came out, I was just shocked. So that's why I'm really, I really got to switch it over to Ultimate. Sixty four and Ultimate are my two favorites. You know, I I had you know the first game. You know, I played it as a kid. I didn't know anything about the game. I just know that it was fun, and I didn't even know how to do smash attacks when <laughs> the first game came out. So, well, you only like Me- two, so <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I basically was. And when Melee came out and they introduced Martin Roy and the counter system and the smash attacks, I was like, bruh. So I went back to the first game and I was like, you can do smash attacks in the first game. <laughs> Like my mind was blown. They were way uh, the smashes <laughs> in N64. The way you bounce off of stuff was way more dramatic than any other game. Oh yeah, because you you just heard doink and it's like <laughs> so loud and the sound is so pixelated. Like it would just yep. like it it sounds absolutely disgusting when you got smashed. <laughs> um, and so those were okay. those were Mega Raptor. Um, now we have Augustus Gloop or Bob. Bob. Um, Bob. So let me find Bob. Okay. So Bob, his top three are there. They look really similar to Mecha Raptor. Um, his first game is Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, his second game is Pokemon Platinum. And his third game is Smash Bros. <laughs> so basically the same, but you know, he wrote a paragraph for each. You know, you got to give the man some credit, I guess. Um, so. Super Mario Galaxy is his number one, and he says, weren't expecting this one, huh? My goodness, this will forever be one of my favorite single-player experiences. The best Mario title without a shred of doubt in my mind. I mean, those are pretty big words. Um, He says, it just adds this new feeling of excitement to Mario. You're not just running across the kingdom to save Peach and beat Bowser again. You're going across the cosmos to save the galaxy and fight Bowser in what is the best Mario boss battle ever. And gets topped off with the Luma feels. Uh, Rosalina's subplot adds another layer to the story uh, that has been lacking from Mario games. Uh, throw in those gorgeous cinematic cutscenes, and you have yourself a groundbreaking game. Uh, the movement in Mario's disposal was a step up from Sunshine, which I disagree with. Uh, <laughs> I remember going through the instruction manual, looking at all the very jumping mechanics you could do uh, with different inputs. The soundtrack. Gutsy Garden, Battle Rock, Stardust, the Observatory theme, and the final Bowser battle. The soundtrack was just so good. Um, and he says, when they announced Super Mario Galaxy 2, I was initially pumped but held off on release. Reviews praising it, my friend suggesting it, even sneaking peeks at the soundtrack on YouTube, but I just couldn't bring myself to play it and still can't. I'm glad he said that because... He isn't in denial like Mecha Raptor is. <laughs> so, I mean, we we already talked about uh, Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah. Um, the one thing I do want to touch on a little bit is the 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 storytelling in the Mario games. Um, you didn't really get real story in a Mario game unless it was like a side game, like Super Mario RPG. Uh, Super Mario 64, Sunshine, and then and then this one. Um, and then you have like the side games like uh, Superstar Saga and all that stuff. But um, this 
this was a a a real Mario game that had cinematic cutscenes. It had voice acting. It had a full story. Um, I mean, you can't really argue the fact that you know Super Mario Galaxy is probably the the best uh, Wii game there is. Um, and the soundtrack. I mean, you can just I can just listen to the soundtrack and give the game a ten. I mean, it's it's so good. Um, yeah. So I mean, we won't really get into more of Mario Galaxy since I mean we we That's basically <laughs> played the entire game for you. Um, so Pokemon Platinum was his second game, and uh, Pokemon Platinum for me uh, was amazing. So I'm excited to see what he says. Uh, he says Pokemon is arguably my favorite RPG world to let my re- imagination run wild in. I wanted to put uh, I wanted to put two Pokemon games, the other being Black and White too, but I didn't appreciate the game until I was much older. And there areas I don't like, and there are areas I don't like about it. Um, Platinum was my first true dive into the games, living off of current Sinnoh anime and Pokedexes they sold at the book fair. Uh, Diamond and Pearl had a lot of issues, which is why they remain among the least liked, but Platinum came in as a third entry in the region and just fixes so many of that gameplay and the generation's problems, uh, all while adding the GTS and the all-important physical and special split. Um, the game opened the door for you, and or the game opened the doors for you to field a varied team on your way to becoming champion, not being hindered to certain Pokemon types. Um, gameplay wise, it has the last, this guy can't type. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to skip that one. Uh, the soundtrack itself is a work of art hitting all the notes on setting the tone of each area, battle and story. The game just captures Pokemon to its core, all while telling a good enough story to keep you invested. Every year I start a new Pokemon platinum save with a whole new squad each time just for nostalgia's sake and add them to the Pokemon bank. Now, I can't remember. Did you say you played Platinum? No, I made it fire red, and that was about it. <laughs> I mean, Pokemon Platinum was like right there after Fire Red, man. Man, I, I mean, Fire Red. Every time I played Fire Red, because it was shot out to red and blue, you know, and yeah. yellow. So I was like, that's where I was. I was like, everybody was like, Rick, it's a great game. They redid it. You're really gonna like it. I said, okay, cool, I'll play it. And I was like, wow, they totally redid everything. Yeah. Um. So Pokemon Platinum, I didn't play Diamond and Pearl um, because with the way that the games were coming out, like you had Silver, Gold, and then you had Crystal, and then you had Ruby, Sapphire, and then Emerald. So I was just buying time until, you know, we got the third game in the Diamond and Pearl, you know, generation. And then it finally happened, and we got uh platinum which by the way one of my favorite pokemon in that game is Darkrai. the first time i ever saw it and i was like my god i love this thing um <laughs> <laughs> it's a freaking grim reaper pokemon uh so yeah platinum i i can't really give an opinion on diamond and pearl but he it looks like he knows what he's talking about um so yeah i gotta i gotta say i agree with him on pokemon platinum one of the one of the better pokemon games um, I think the best Pokemon game of all time is Pokemon X and Y. Uh, and you can't change my mind. Don't at me. Don't talk to me about it. Just, just know that Pokemon X and Y are the greatest Pokemon games of all time. All right. And his third pick, 
was uh why did i scroll all the way down okay so um gotta keep scrolling because bob likes to talk okay he never wrote a lot <laughs> all right he says and i don't have a third <laughs> he says he says smash bros as a series brought me and my four siblings together since multiple people could play but i just don't hold it that highly as a game i never played a zelda or metroid game haven't had any interest in them fire emblem awakening i finally started about a month ago so i guess that might be my third in the future crazy what you can accomplish when you're trying to kill two hours at work <laughs> <laughs> So, oh man, I mean, if Victor list or Victor, uh, Augustus Bob wants to listen to uh, the podcast, uh, you know, Fire Emblem Awakening is one of the greatest games I've ever played on the 3DS. Uh, not better than Pokemon X and Y, uh, but I mean, it's the it's the best Fire Emblem game to date, and uh, just the the story, uh, the time travel. Uh, making babies with anybody you want, dating anybody who you want. Uh, it, it just the friendship between Robin and Crom. It, it, I mean, that's what made me fall in love with the game, to be honest. Like, you know, I'm not going to go really into it, but the, the beginning of the game, uh, you find Robin and he doesn't have a memory. He's just, he's just on the ground. And then Crom comes to find him. And Crom is like, Daddy Crom. You know, <laughs> he just he just takes them in, takes them under his wing, and they become like best friends. And I don't know, I love a good friend story. Uh, and and Fire Emblem Awakening just delivers. And you know, Rick, I know you don't have a 3DS of your own, but if you borrow your daughter's, <laughs> I will let you borrow Fire Emblem Awakening. That game will change your life. I guess lately, all my Nintendo products and um, everything I've gone through with Nintendo in the last two years has been all because of my daughter. She has a Switch. <laughs> well, she got the 3DS. I'm I'm really happy that is the case because if your daughter didn't get these, I mean, who knows if you're going to be playing Smash Bros. with us? Who knows if we were going to have <laughs> this server and and these tournaments? Because you know you were Xbox all the way, and then somehow uh. and somehow. <laughs> You got hired by Sony and became their poster boy on all of their advertisements. So let me let me tell you what happened. So I bought a um, a PlayStation because I want to play with my friends, um, and ma- mainly what really pushed me over the board. I never said I get a PlayStation. What really pushed me over the board was the fact that Scale Bell got canceled, and like this is the thing: Horizon Zero Dawn and Breath of the Wild came out. So it was like these two games came out for the other two systems. I'm like, you know what? Scalebound's coming out. Microsoft is going because like all three games were like destined to come out at the same time. So everybody has like that big RPG to play. Yeah. And Microsoft dropped the bomb and the other two games came out. And I have never been so upset because I talked so much shit. We got Scalebound, <laughs> whatever. We got yeah. we got dragons with beat headphones. What's up? <laughs> and damn, I have never I was like, there is I there's, I've never been so let down with Microsoft. I would rep Microsoft through thick and thin, but they told me Scalebound was that was it. And then they hear this shit the last few days about it possibly being resurrected <laughs> on Nintendo Switch. I'm yeah. like, it's like the biggest slap in the face. Hey, it's rumors, but I, you know, with Microsoft and Nintendo working together, I can see that being, you know, hey, we'll give you Scalebound if you give us some type of, you know, access no. to your console. 
Exactly. And that's exactly what happened is, is Microsoft was like, Hey, we'll give you scale bound. If you give us space on your console for Xbox live. And they were like, okay. And so yeah. Xbox live is coming to the switch. So I can see, I can see them making it. So guess what? <laughs> uh, scale bounce coming out only for the switch powered by Microsoft or some shit. <laughs> Dude, everybody, I think everybody would throw the Xbox out the window. They would. Yeah. I would. I don't need yeah. it. I mean, that's the only reason I have an Xbox. Yeah. I have never been so upset in my life. And I was just like, <laughs> uh, uh, Microsoft does a great E3, but that right there, I think they, they hurt a lot of people's feelings with that one. Oh, yeah. They did. They did. Um, so, so what? Oh, 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 code. Why? What? Code. Why they? Code? Oh my god. Uh, I think I'm done with code. Wait a second. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang I, on a second. I don't think I don't think code code could be a part of our uh a great thing we have here anymore. Code <laughs> just. Oh, that dude. Oh, that hurt so bad. Oh, that came out. This came out yesterday. It is what well, it says on ninth January 9th, two thousand seventeen. Microsoft Studios confirmed that after careful deliberation, it had come to decision to end production for Scalebound. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that was the uh, that was the article that crushed your dreams. Yeah. Oh my good. I had people call me. <laughs> I had people call me at work. Like this is the thing. When bad things happen to me, people like to call me and make fun of. It. Like, yep. instead of consulting me, people are like, guess what? <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. I know it's 10, 30, 35 in the morning. You're probably in the meeting, but ha ha. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> like, yeah, what's up with your precious Xbox now? And I'm like, yeah. That's so true because I swear, and, and this is not a game topic, but when, uh, when your Broncos got Flacco, man, the first thing I ever, the first thing I said to Rick was, how do you like your new quarterback, bro? I was in a meeting and somebody showed me the phone. Guess what, Rick? I'm in a meeting. Like, why would you do that to me? I'm trying to focus and pay attention. I get up my meeting. Everybody, my phone's getting phone is red hot. I got like a hundred and something notifications, and I'm like, why is it just me? Why everybody gotta be an asshole? Like, you know, like I didn't do I didn't do anything to deserve this. I, I'm a pretty nice guy. Yeah, but people enjoy my misery, so I was like, okay, it's true. I I got a real good kick out of it. Yeah, I bet you you did. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but and, uh, and code just add this, you know, it's like here's some gasoline. I'm just gonna dump the whole thing on a fire on Rick's feelings. And here we go. Here, go, <laughs> here goes the link just so you don't ever forget. Yep, never forget because that's the only reason you wanted to get an Xbox. Well, besides Forza, who knows? Yeah, and then the sad part is with the trailer did at E3, right after the trailer ended, they show a second trailer to show multiplayer. Yeah, I'm like, oh my goodness, I get to go online with my friends. <laughs> and train our dragons together and go online and beat that ass. So I'm like, great. I put my earphones on, my beat headphones on. I turn into a dragon. I get to ride a dragon. I get to have a dragon as a best friend. Then my yeah. best friend can come in with me with his dragon. And we both can do our dragon stuff, the dragon gangster stuff. And then, boom, <laughs> no. Well, you know, it's coming out on Nintendo. Uh, I need, <laughs> I, at some point, I need to buy my own Switch because I'm just waiting for Ultimate Alliance to come out. So, Oh, yeah. You're definitely going to need one. Yeah. Um, but uh, so we we have to pick between Codessa, Mecha Raptor, and Bob. So you know, let me just give you guys a quick refresher. Code went in on the fields with each each game she talked about. Uh, you know, the emotion, the, the the. I mean, I'm just repeating myself here. You know, when she talks about these games, it's like you're in the game. It's like, man, I need to play this game. 
Uh, I like those responses. Uh, Mecha Raptor, Mecha, Ra <laughs> Mecha Raptor, dude, you are a funny guy, <laughs> and I I loved reading your responses. Uh, you know, Super Mario Galaxy, you had great points, and uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon again, you had perfect points on why adults should not be pissed off at the game because it wasn't made for them. And I was one of the guys who was pissed off. And after reading your response, you know, I was like, man, you're right. I have no reason to be pissed off at this game. Uh, so, you know, I mean, I may go in and replay it again with a new perspective um, just because, I mean, you opened my eyes, man. Um, and Bob, you know, he comes out of the woods maybe once every season. I mean, we <laughs> just saw him. He's going to be sleeping for another three more months. <laughs> so, it, <laughs> you know, Super Mario Galaxy Pokemon, it came down to that. Um, now, Rick, you know, I don't want to be biased because Code and I, you know, we go back. We go way back. And you guys are partners. And we are partners. Um, yeah. So, I mean. The RNG, right? <laughs> it was RNG. It was RNG. I swear to God, that shit happened. I wanted to have a different partner, but it, it was like RNG was like, nah. You're you're going with code. I'm like, well, All right. yeah, but you know what? But then he sets me up to look suspect as hell that I gave Draco a fifty dollars gift card and he's my partner. So I'm like, you know, if, Draco, if you ever listen to this podcast or if you are listening or whatever, please contact me because uh, we are those motherfuckers. And I need to I didn't decide that name. That's what Ricky called us, but I need to make That's sure right. that we're ready to go on Friday. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, Draco, he'll show up. So no, I know. I know. Just make sure you show up. Well, if he doesn't show up, then I, I'm, I'm bringing out Izzy. Izzy will be my uh, partner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Izzy. Uh, so, so Rick, you know, I'm going to leave it okay. to you. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and choose. And um, I want to pick code. Okay. But that link she, she just sent, mm -hmm. that hurt my feelings. I'm going <laughs> to pick code. Because I'm gonna be fair and not be biased, okay. but I don't appreciate that link at all. My heart, he my, my heart hurts. <laughs> so, all right, now listen. Just because code one, um, that means no, you're not. Wow, Jeff. Ooh, Jeff, about to get just banned. Just like Uchi has right, bitch. <laughs> oh no, no, hold on, hold on. We'll get into the shit. Well, oh, hey, hey, we got uh, a podcast. We were doing a podcast where just hang in there, bro. You don't want to go open up all eight gates just to kill Jeff. You don't even need to open any of them. All right. Now, Code, <laughs> because you won this podcast, you are ineligible to win the next giveaway for our next podcast. So everybody listening and everybody who will be listening um, for your responses uh, you know, if you're passionate about something, write about it. We want to read it. We want to know about it. So say, like, if we do the Sega, uh, your top three Sega games, um, and you really love them and you want to write us, you know, a three-page paper, please do. I mean, I love reading that stuff. Um, and so, I mean, the more you care about the the games you love, the more we are going to enjoy reading it. Um. So, you know, Code, I will reach out to you and um, hook you up with the prize. The next podcast we have, Rick, I think, I mean, you wanted to do Sega, right? Um, 
I'm trying to focus on what you're talking about without going in on Jeff. And oh. this fool, <laughs> Jeff, I'm sorry, Jeff. You just uh. said Shadow the Hedgehog. The hell? The, Hang who, up. Who says Shadow the Hedgehog? Like, boy, yo, hold up. Yeah, I, I got to keep my cool because I'm, I'm about to invite Jeff on the show because I'm about to, like, go in on Jeff. He can bring that Uchiha stuff out there. I will tell him over and over again why Guy and Lee will lay the smackdown on Sasuke and Itachi. I mean, it's true. You want. And you, Shadow the Hedgehog is not even the greatest Sega game of all. It's not even in the top top 30. It is. Sorry. Shadow no, the Hedgehog is a fucking edgelord. <laughs> now, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going to deny it. It is a, I have to admit, it is a good game, but it's not in my top 30. And I thought for having a side character like that and giving him his own game, that was really stupid by <laughs> Sega, but it gave him a motorcycle and gave him an actual story. And so guns, was, man, guns. He gave guns yeah. to a black hedgehog. Sonic Forces and Sonic, oh, okay, uh, Sonic Heroes, the soundtrack was amazing with Sonic Heroes. Sonic Forces, I have tried so hard. I, I can't do it. I can't, I can't. Get enough energy to actually play that game. Sonic okay. Mania is amazing. Sonic Mania is is great. But Rick, hold on. Jeff said that's racist. Like okay. what? The Uchiha's? No, 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 no. The, the black hedgehog. The Shadow the hedgehog, and I said he had guns because he was a black hedgehog. <laughs> and, and I mean, you that, have that, to that, agree that, that, that is kind of racist. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, you have to give it to me. That's only that's a tad racist. Ricky. Cards I allowed you to have, but this one, yeah, that was that was borderline. Asians can't be racist. <laughs> nah. Oh man, I'm drooling. Shit. <laughs> oh man. So uh all right. So yeah, uh Jeff, uh you know what? I, I would love to see your three pages on why Shadow the Hedgehog is amazing. Give it to Rick because I don't want to read that bullshit. So uh, <laughs> no, you know what, Jeff? I'm gonna give you an opportunity since you want to talk so bad. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to come on top trio soon. Oh and no, I don't you, know about that. No, like, I don't know. No, I, you want to come in here talk about the Uchihas and talk about how Watch Out the Hedgehog is so great? Let's get it on, bro. I I ain't scared of you. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I would. I, it ain't gonna be tonight. Let's get through this this uh, tournament and then I'll organize a time to where you and I will set up this match. You bring your A game with Uchiha's. I bring my A game with the Springtime of Youth. And you tell me why Shadow the Hedgehog is the greatest Sega game of all time. Okay, so this is how it's going to work. When we do this podcast, I will be playing Mediator. I will introduce both sides. I with will introduce Rock, Rick. You're Rock Lee. Are you really going to play one side? You know what I mean? Are you no. really going really to no. play the Mediator? I'm 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 there as a uh, listen. I'm on your side. Special I guest referee, hate, right? Rock Lee, I'm, right? I'm special <laughs> guest referee. But also, listen. If Jeff somehow convinces you that Shadow the Hedgehog is the greatest game, greatest Sonic game, uh, then Jeff well, no, has no, no, to no. win a prize. No, nah. I'm not saying greatest Sonic game. He could tell me why it's a very say game. It's not the greatest Sonic game. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I'm, not this, this, I'm not gonna disrespect Sonic Two. There's no way. There's not anything anybody can tell me to tell me in this world why any game is better than Sonic. Any second <laughs> Sonic game is better than Sonic Two. Okay, fair not. enough. But if if Jeff can change your mind at all, at all, okay. it, then Jeff wins a prize. I, I, I'll give it to him. Okay. And I'll give. I will personally give it to him. And my thing is, he better come correct when it comes to Shadow Hedgehog because. I, I don't think the game's bad, and I, I thought it was, I thought it was a halfway decent game. But to put it in like the best of all time, nah. 
Oh wait, I think it was being Jeff. I don't really think he believes Shadow is a oh, great yeah. one. Oh, okay, that's Jeff. I was about to say. The Uchi yeah, Hot. you know that. That's why I was like, I don't know if you want to invite Jeff to the show when he's just trolling. I'll start the art. No, the Uchiha thing. Nah, you're probably lying about that too, because there's no way you believe that. Yeah, there's no way the Uchiha suck. That's why yeah. they're all dead. Talk that's why. Think. That's why Sasuke is the worst father. What do you mean? Oh my goodness! What the <laughs> Jeff is going in? Uh, who cares? <laughs> You all go back to the podcast. Back to action. Back to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so we picked. We picked uh, code. So now we're gonna talk about last month's tournament. Uh, we're gonna briefly sum it up because you know it's getting late. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna briefly sum up January's tournament. Uh, our very first tournament. I I gotta change the chat so I can't see the shit. <laughs> Yo, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff can go in. You know, uh, <laughs> his daughter and wife, so that he can save. He can build. He can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh no, Rick, <laughs> shut up. Dude, <laughs> this Ricky, ain't happening. Ricky, I Rick, I need you to like shut down Discord, like, cause Jeff has got me triggered right now. I'm trying to focus on the podcast. And you know, I hate Uchiha's with a passion. That is true. That is true. So uh so hang on. Just just click <laughs> off, just click off of the uh the topic and Rick. <laughs> I'm clicking off the topic. Click okay. The topic. So all right. Damn it. January was our very first tournament that we held as top trio and Ricky wins. Um, and we had a huge turnout. We, we built the server. We spent months trying to come up with how we were going to do it. And we did it. And we've got a server of about, you know, 68. Uh, I think that's pretty impressive, uh, very impressive for a month and a half. Um, you know, we, we had, a very very lengthy tournament on uh in january and yeah. it, it went from 8 p.m all the way to like maybe like almost one in the morning and thankfully everybody stayed who, who was in the match um and they they shut off their skills and you know one shout out i want to give to is kiwi uh now kiwi is a friend of mine who i met a couple of years ago um, and we played Splatoon, we killed everybody, formed a team, destroyed everybody. And we recently reconnected again and we started playing Smash Bros. Now, Kiwi, you know, I you know, he didn't know how to play that well. Um, so I played, we played multiple matches, and the dude like knocked me out. Like just when I was going full force, he beat me, and that's when I knew that Kiwi was gonna do great in the tournament. And my god, Rick. If you remember Kiwi's fights, like he kept going. He yes. like he kept going and everybody was cheering for Kiwi in the chat yeah. in in uh on Twitch everywhere. Everybody was cheering for Kiwi. Um, Kiwi was like the people's champion. He was a people's hero. Like everybody was like this like this dude's coming in here and he's actually doing getting the job done. Right. I'm so proud of him because you know, he 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 pulled a Rock Lee, man. He did. And uh, he showed off, and you know he he almost made it. So bravo to you, Kiwi. And uh, uh, I want to give a shout out to Mecha Raptor as well because the first match that I had was against Bill. Now Bill, poor Bill. <laughs> Bill's my boy too. Like I was like, dude, like I said, Bill actually played. That's all right. Yeah. So we know Bill from uh, from the cosplay community uh, years ago, and uh, so that was who my opponent was. And 
you know, I'm I may have disrespected him. May, Maybe. May. <laughs> All I right. I, like, just... <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. Like Ricky just had he was relentless with it. I you know, I had to go in. And you know, I was cocky. Uh I was like, I'm gonna win this thing. And then my next fight. My next fight was against Mecha Raptor. And by this time, dum, by the, dum, dum. my thumb, dude, my left thumb started hurting. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, somebody had a voodoo doll and just fucking stuck thousands of needles in my thumb. And so I couldn't move. I couldn't dash. I couldn't do anything. But Rick, Ricky couldn't use that advanced skill set that he put down on his registration. <laughs> like, I mean, his thumbs were jacked up. I mean, Ricky is an advanced Smash Brothers player, if y'all don't know. I am. <laughs> Oh, I am. You know, dodge roll, dodge roll, boomerang, boomerang, dodge roll. People love fighting me, right, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, yeah. So, I'm fighting Mecha Raptor, and I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a piece of fucking cake. And guess what? Jeff, or not Jeff. Oh, God. Uh, Mecha Raptor destroys me. I I'm pretty sure he either three-stocked me or two-stocked me or something. It was embarrassing. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> so I mean, in my head, like talking to myself, I'm like, "Shit, I suck." But then I came back into the the commentary, and I was like, "Bro, my thumb hurt. I just wasn't feeling it. I needed to give it to Raptor." But in reality, I kind of just, you know, <laughs> I couldn't do it. If, if, so, if, 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 if terminals right now, you would have beat Mecha Raptor. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it, it, it would just, you know, I understand things happen. You know, your thumbs start hurting, and you you work really hard on the the tournament and the podcast and everything else, and you just you you were just fatigued, man, doing all that work. And yeah, I mean, you know what? You're right. You're right. I, I I've got no other excuse. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know. I know exactly how that uh, works. I mean, me <laughs> I mean, you know, Mecha Raptor using all those flashy tricks. You know. Oh, that's right. You know, <laughs> smoke some mirrors, man. Yeah. Uh, all the flashy so, tricks you want. I still beat you down <laughs> with my fist. And he did. Uh, so Mecha Raptor, after he beat me, I was like, he's going to win it. But then, then, okay, so they're, they're, huh? Rick? Rick. Uh-oh. Rick? All right, can anybody hear us? All right, but can oh nobody can hear Rick now. Everybody can hear me, which is good. So I'll keep talking and Rick will come in. <laughs> hey, cut me out for a little bit. Oh, okay. Everybody said you died, but you're not dead. No, I'm not dead. I'm back. Everybody can hear me, right? Yeah, everybody can. Okay, cool. Sorry about All right, that. so I, I have a story to tell because yeah, but uh cool. I'm glad <laughs> to be back. So okay, Jeff is trolling. Everybody else can hear you. All right. So, you know, prior to the tournament, um, we had this guy named T-Donor. Um, T-Donor came in and, you know, he he was a stand-up guy, stand-up dude. Like, man, this guy is this guy's pretty cool guy. And, you know, he could back up his words. He could he, you know, he was a great fighter. And I was like, dude, my money is on you to beat Jeff. Because back then I thought Jeff was an he he was so annoying and I couldn't stand him. But now I feel like me and Jeff are like BFFs, and I don't care if he doesn't think that. I think it. But anyway, uh, so T Donor, uh, you know, most respectful guy in the chat, you know, I thought. And uh, so, you know, when RNG paired him up with Jeff, I was like, oh no, this is it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice, nice, Jeff. Nice, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> so, 
So Jeff, like Jeff destroyed T-Donor uh, in the match. Rick and I and, and, and Jason, <laughs> we were screaming like, oh, my God, Jeff beat T-Donor. Oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting DMs like, dude, you need to check chat. You need to check chat. I'm like, why? Why? Like, we're live right now. And all of a sudden, T-Donor just changed. He, this nice guy persona was gone. He went Nigga straight. T-Donor. <laughs> dude went straight Shawn Michaels on Marty Jannetty. Like, just straight up heel turn, shoved Jeff's head through the glass, and, and was like, just dropping all kinds of bad words, dropping all kinds of insults. I'm like, dude, it's we're I'm live right now. I can't handle this. And so I banned him. I kicked him out. And uh and that was a Bret Hart and McMahon moment right it, there. It was a Bret Hart I Montreal screw a screw job. This was the uh, Fredericksburg screw job. <laughs> <laughs> uh and so he messaged me and he was like, Why are you being an asshole? Like toxic community. I was like, bruh. You're being a dick to Jeff and like, bruh, not happening. So, you know, maybe a couple weeks go by and Code and I are talking and she's like, hey, we should invite T Donor back. And I'm like, fuck. And I was <laughs> like, why? And she was like, because it's going to be entertaining. And I was like, you know what? You right. You right. And uh, so I brought him back and uh, him and Jeff are like best friends now. Yeah, they best of buds now. I best mean, of buds. That's and, what it's uh, all about, man. It's just uh, and but you know, I'm kind of mad because kind of de-escalate the situation. I was willing to have a pay per view and let them just wreck. Oh, but dude, it, I was ready for it. Like, I was like, yo, yeah. let's make it happen right now. I'll say pay per view. This is what's up. You know, y'all get it over with. But I, you know, now there's no bad blood, so you know the ratings will suck for pay per view. So, well, no, no, the ratings for this tournament are going to be sky high. Because- oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, this tournament? Like, they are RNG pairing them up? Like, bruh, think of the story we could tell Man, with, it, with oh, the commentator. Oh, the commentation is going to be amazing just based off of this story alone. So, oh, yeah. But for you and Code's story, is going to be amazing. Their story is going to be amazing. I, I'm actually, I cannot wait. I have so much commentary for you and Code. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, so Jeff, um, you know, Jeff ultimately beat T donor. Um, and then, uh, actually, and then Mr. M, Mr. M, uh, Mr. M made it to the finals. And, uh, but before Mr. M went on to face Draco in the finals, Draco fought Owen who took out code. Um, code was sick, had a migraine. She was dying in real life. She just didn't want to play. She just showed up. Just so it wouldn't be, you know, like, oh my God, we need to find somebody. So she was paying attention thank you, to scalebound articles. She was reading yeah. articles during the match. She was like, I'm just gonna read scalebound while I'm playing. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, she went, she left, read some scalebound, and Owen fought Draco to I mean, this match you, could, you couldn't come, you couldn't write a better story than this because it just happened organically where it was down to the wire. It was down to 10 seconds left in the match with Draco and Owen tied up. And then, you know, the clock is ticking 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. And then 2, 1, and 1 second left. Kirby up smashes. Or no, no, no. He up throws. Up, yeah. Up grabs uh, Pichu with 1 second remaining and takes the gold. To the top. See, to the top platform. And he got that extra bounce. 
yep. get the ring out with time expiring. Like, I mean, there's been a lot of like comebacks and matches. Like, you know, you have the one with um, the guys from Evo with, you know, Chun-Li and Ken and stuff. But this is one of the greatest clips I've seen of all time because you have the one second and then they're at Pokemon Stadium. And you have the background as well where you see them fighting. And then you have the clock. And it's just – it's so intense. We're like overtime, overtime, sudden death. And then, boom, clutch. That yep. match could have went either way. It was it was definitely one of the greatest matches I've ever seen in Smash Brothers. And if you want to watch it, I just posted it in the podcast discussion. That is the match we are talking about. That is the final 10 seconds of the match. Man. I mean – Nobody expected it. We all expected, you know, sudden death. And that Draco just didn't want that. Uh, so it came down to Draco and Mr. M. Mr. M, he is a, a good fighter. He never beat me. I played him once and I beat him. <laughs> um, so, you know, Mr. M and Draco, you know, it came down uh, to the wire. It didn't come down as 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 it did with Kirby and Owen. Um, but yeah, Mr. M did make it to the finals. Uh, everybody was probably just tired. Maybe that's how he did it. I don't know, but <laughs> he did. And, uh, you know, Draco, Draco came out on top and, you know, it was, it was a good was, match versus Kirby and Ness. It was a really good match. It was, but Ness is a terrible matchup for Kirby. Yes, he, um, he is. Uh, it just, this game just, I mean, Ness has just been done dirty, man. Since the last three <laughs> game. I'm like, I mean, come on, man. Like, it, it totally forgot how boss Ness was. And then they, they just overly powered Lucas. Right, right. And, oh, <laughs> Mechrop just says, <laughs> he bit me. He beat me. <laughs> well, that's his scenario. Dang, sorry, bro. Oh, Coach, uh, he said, how did Mr. Air make it to the final? <laughs> wow. So, yes, Draco won the tournament. And, uh, and so now on to February – um, so this tournament again, it happens Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have 14 teams. Um, it, it's gonna go on from 8 until a little after midnight, depending on you know how many uh best of threes we have. You know, if it goes longer than that, then it will. Um, we do have a backup, um, backup players in case anybody. Decides to, no, I don't want to. I'm tired or something. We have backup players uh, to fill in some spots. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm really looking forward to this tournament because not only is it a tag team tournament, it is a random team tournament. And, you know, you guys had you guys had until Sunday to come up with your team name. And, you know, the responsible ones did come up with their team name. And I, I thank you for that. Uh, everybody else, you forced me to come up with your team names and, and you, you did know, a horrible I, job at it. I wasn't going to do you any favors. Uh, so now for the tournament, uh, we do have teams and I'm just going to name off the teams just so everybody knows who they are. Everybody knows. So, uh, we have Killa and Rika as bad karma. Not a bad name. Uh, we have Kiwi and Pepple Juice, <laughs> and, and their name is Kiwi Juice. I love it. Uh, <laughs> T Donor and Jeff are Pussy Destroyer 69. 
And <laughs> I mean, if I have to award the winners of the tournament to Pussy Destroyer 69, I think I'll be okay. That is, uh, <laughs> that's how you go out on top. Oh, exactly. And I even, I was like, dude, do you want me to say, how do you want it pronounced? And T-Darn was like, just Pussy Destroyer 69. I was like, okay, perfect. Um, so Jay and Mr. M, Mr. M never got back to Jay about the team name. So uh, Jay, Jay's team name is Jay the commentator and that other guy, I guess. <laughs> uh, real, which, real creative. <laughs> so uh, then we have, oh uh, God, two people I want to ban so bad. Fury and Mecha Raptor are a team. I did not create this. RNG did. Mecha Raptor and Fury will be the Furious Raptor. Um, then we have Scribble Brain and Adrian are the floaty heavies, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they're going to be some heavy hitters in this tournament. Uh, now, Code and I, we are Degeneration Sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then King and I Am Someone Different are the B team because you can't have the B team without King. There's no uh, A team, only B team. <laughs> so then we got ball player Mike and Gentle Giants. Now, when Gentle Giants joined, everybody thought his name was Genital Giants. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So ball player Mike and Genital Giants are the nutrageous ball sacks because I love that name. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it. They got it. It's gotta <laughs> go that way. Um, so Virtual Pie and Makpra Ziggies, uh, they joined last minute, so they're the last minute finish. Uh now Z Train and Bug. Um, I had to name them, but I know Zach is a techie, and I know Bit Defender is one of the best uh virus killers out there for computers so i was like you know what they'll be the eight bit defenders and i was like i'm proud of that one <laughs> um now happy and pumpkin cute um are i i'm assuming they're in real life boyfriend and girlfriend um you know they didn't submit their name and so i was like all right i mean they're i think they're kids so i went with the affectionate teeny boppers um Loki and Joe Boy, I was just, you know, I'm getting tired. I'm naming all these names. I just named them Team Jokey. Um, are you still here, Rick? I'm here. I'm listening. I mean, you're not laughing at any of my team names. Well, I didn't like getting... that one. So, oh, I mean, yeah. go on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. You're not even, getting, uh, you're not even trying anymore. You just. Like, I know. <laughs> I mean, towards the end, I was like, man, I'm getting too tired of this. Uh, and so that's when it was like, it came down to you and Draco. And I was like, I can't remember if Rick had a team name, but he's never on Facebook at work. So I was like, fuck it. They're the motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Damn straight. Yep. Damn straight. And so the bracket was released earlier this morning by yours. Truly. I tried to get, um, I tried to get Rika to help me, uh, create the graphic, um, over the weekend because, my Wi-Fi was down, and I can't access Adobe without Wi-Fi for some reason. I don't know. But I created it, and uh, so this is the bracket. Um, so at 8 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to have the 8-Bit Defenders take on the affectionate Teeny Boppers. Now, I think this match is going to be – I think it's going to be very close because I played 
all of these guys. And I mean, I think their skill levels are pretty much equal. Uh, so uh, it's going to be entertaining to say the least. Um, and I also gave 25 minutes uh, between matches because uh, I mean, who really knows how it's going to go? It's going to be two out of three, uh, five minute matches, you know, just trying to make time, you know, on our side, on all of our sides. So at 8.25 p.m., we've got the Furious Raptor and Bad Karma. Uh, at 8.50, we have Degeneration Sex versus the Nutrageous Ball Sacks. Uh, <laughs> uh, at 9.15 p.m., we have Jay the Commentator and that other guy, I guess, versus Team Jokey. Um, at 9.40 p.m., we've got yours truly, Rick Smith, with uh, Draco as the motherfuckers. Uh, versus the B team. Oh, um, snap. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good fight. Um, and then at 10.05 p.m., we got Kiwi Juice versus the last-minute finish. Now, the the winners between the Ape Defenders and the Affectionate Teeny Boppers will go on to face the Floaty Heavies at 10.30 p.m. And then at 10.55 p.m., the winners of Team Jokey and Jay are going to face Pussy Destroyer 69. And, and this, I mean, I, I'm I'm nervous to watch this one, to be honest. Uh, I mean, I know people have heard of squash matches before. This is RNG. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do this. <laughs> and so, after all of these matches, we come down to the semifinals, uh, which will happen... At 11.20 p.m. and 11.45 p.m. And then at 12 a.m. Eastern Time in the morning will be the Grand Finals. And you can watch all of this on twitch.tv slash Ricky Wins. And, uh, I mean, that's that's February. That's February, baby. Yep. <laughs> and, um... Before we uh, get up out of here, you want to give a shout out at, um, for one of our special sponsors? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Uh, so um, if you guys haven't noticed, uh, there is a video game music label. It's actually the number one music video game label. It's Game Chops. And a good friend of mine uh, owns that label, and his name is DJ Cutman. And uh, after the first tournament, you know, I, I was going to reach out to him sooner, but I wanted to see how the first tournament went first. And, I mean, the first one was great. And so that's when I knew I could just ask him for some assistance. And I got Game Chops to sponsor all of the tournaments for 20, uh, 2019. And so what that means is not only will the winners win uh, the prizes from us at Top Trio and Ricky wins, they will also win game chop swag uh as well so with stickers um and and game chops music uh i have the ability to give to the winners um as well so i a huge shout out to dj cutman and the whole game chops community um with that being said with them sponsoring uh the tournaments every time i announce one they will share it and retweet it and bring in more people um, and just overall uh, giving me their support. So uh huge shout out to them. 
And if you want to read more about Game Chops and DJ Cutman, uh, we have a Game Chops channel at the very top of the server. Um, you can check out all their music and uh, show support for them since they are helping me and helping you with prizes as well. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm so ecstatic for this. Uh, I just want to definitely give DJ Cutman all the props in the world for doing this. Uh, for top trio, Ricky wins and coming out and just supporting us in any capacity. I mean, that's pretty big. So, um, and so with that being said, it's only February, and uh, you know, I feel like 2019 is so damn long, and and maybe it's just because with all of these tournaments, I want time to go by quick because I want to get these tournaments and just have all of this, all of this greatness happen. You know, I want everybody to shine. I want everybody to get their opportunity to show off their skills, not only for, for everyone in the server, but for everybody who is watching on Twitch, everybody who's watching on the internet. I want everybody to experience, you know, a real life tournament setting because not everybody can. And, you know, yeah, I enter these tournaments, Rick will enter these tournaments, but it's not about us. It's about you. And I mean, we couldn't do this without any of you guys here. So, uh, again, you know, I talk a lot of shit. That's just me. That's just <laughs> my. That's my character. That's my demeanor. But in reality, I, I try to be as genuine as I can, and I I enjoy giving back to everybody. And Rick does too. That's what we're all about. Yeah. And uh, you know, if if we can do anything to make you guys have a good time, we're gonna do it. Um, so again, you know, this isn't about Ricky wins or top trio. This is just about all of us as a whole. And, you know, hopefully we continue to make it grow because I think we will. And if everybody continues to be respectful, I mean, everybody so far has been amazing and I love all of you and I I'm rambling and I shouldn't, I love <laughs> all of you. And, and I look forward to 2019. So last thing we'll say is, uh, the thing with Top Trio is uh, I started this back in about 2014, and I just kind of wanted a place where people can congregate, have a community, listen to podcasts, give back to the fans. You know, it's not about taking any money from anybody, not about anything like that. But I, I felt that there's a lot of things in the gaming community, anime community, cosplay community, music community, entertainment community. And there's really like there's so many different avenues. And I kind of want to consolidate that in one place and create something great. And it's been a challenge over the last few years, but, you know, I got Ricky involved. I asked Ricky, you want to be a part of Top Trio? Uh, I talked to Nita. I have some of my old, um, I got Jay, the movie destroyer, Jose, uh, Jose Daniel, Dana, asked they help out as well. And, uh, and Jay, the commentator. And it, it's been a great time so far. So we're really trying to bring two, 2019 in right. And I really appreciate you guys being a part of all the stuff that Ricky wins and top trio trying to do. We're just trying to give you guys the greatest content available. Try to give you guys a great time and just, you know, more or less socialize. We enjoy being with y'all on the discord server. Sorry. My job doesn't allow me to be on discord like that throughout the day. I'll RKO in when I can, <laughs> but uh, like I said, you know, we have discord, but we have Twitter, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, follow us on there as well. Right. And, uh, Oh, Okay. Oh, that was my Facebook. <laughs> I heard like some noise and I was like, what the hell? So, uh, also I just, as a community reminder, uh, now if, if, you know, 
with these tournaments, we're going to get an influx of new people. And with that being said, I will need maybe like one or two more mods per month, depending on how many people we get. Yeah. Um, because I'm not, I'm not always going to be here to run the channel. Um, uh, I I'm here now because it's new, but I, I want, I'm not always going to be here. Um, because you know, once this community grows, I believe you guys can grow this without you know the admins here. We can control like the, um, you know, getting rid of the bad stuff and all that stuff. But ultimately, it's about you guys uh, communicating, having fun. Uh, we can always join in, but you know, I'm going to start taking a back seat um, just so I can work on. Uh, more back end stuff to make sure that the tournaments and the server run smoother. Um, but I will pop in occasionally with Rick for the podcasts uh, yep. that we do uh, because we will be doing podcasts here uh, at least twice a month. Um, oh yeah. And uh, so, yeah, if you want to follow the podcast and check out any of the old episodes that we've done, uh, the top trio three channel at the very top of the server has all of the links, but the very last link is the podcast link. And you can check out any of the old episodes that we've done um, and get a feel for what we do talk about. Um, so with that being said, I've got nothing else to to add uh, unless you do, Rick. Uh, that is it. That's all I have. I mean, thanks, everybody, for listening to them. And um, I'm really excited to see what Friday has to hold. Oh, yeah, dude. Friday is going to be insane. I'm ready to make this happen. Let's see how this is going to work out. So, um, yeah, so uh, Friday can't get here soon enough. <laughs> no, it can't. But, uh, I mean, with that being said, uh, I mean, this is Ricky Wins, and I, I'll see you guys on Friday. This is Top Trio, which uh, Ricky Wins is also a part of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he I, didn't wanna, I didn't want to take your thunder, man. Like, no, I, I, uh, it's, I, it's, this it's, is top trio. Oh, fuck Rick. <laughs> that's kind of what happened. No, I'm joking. No, Rick, Ricky <laughs> has been a uh, great addition. But uh, yes, top trio signing off as well.